ladies and gents, fanatics of all shapes, colors, and sizes. There's good news. I'm quitting the shoebiz, and I'm going to start my amateur career as a magician. That's clear by my outfit, which you guys yes. cannot see. You look like, like a you steampunk like a, magician. You look like a, or like a swamp magician. I see a swamp I'm magician. from the bayou. <laughs> I'm going to pull a baby alligator out of my hat. I can get down to that. Is that black magic? Doesn't that that's supposed to be a Becky Lynch hat? I'm wearing a but Becky Lynch steampunk top hat. It looks Becky more Papa Shango than right. Becky Lynch. It's like the... You I know, mean, she has yeah. to wear something like this, but this is definitely... Like, like you should be like, like that's not a nod. Like, this is a nod. Like, that's what she should be saying. I like, <laughs> And I'm very excited about it. I'm a crocodile indeed. I could live that life. I wish you would. I am a bayou swamp witch that uses smoke bombs and have a cape. <laughs> She's my best friend. <laughs> That's what, right? You'd introduce me. To I don't live that. I don't, I don't live her less, but I respect it. <laughs> but I respect. Disclaimer. I gotta throw the friendship uh, disclaimer in there. I know that uh, mention. But yes. views are not representative of my own. <laughs> we are here for episode fifty-eight of Three Fans in a Pod. And we have some interesting topics. Uh, also, sorry for the hiatus last weekend. We oh. had to work. It's a very busy weekend. Yes. Tax-free. Tax free. Tennessee's um, statewide tax free weekend last weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Katie had to work fucking all of it. Brittany had to work all of it, I'm sure. Uh, my job. It wasn't yeah. super busy, but it's still just another weekend. Yeah. So I have to work. It, it, it sucks. I did bring you guys donuts and coffee. You worked there that day, I'm sorry. I got there later that day. Uh, Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, I got the leg of that. Yeah. But I'm going to stop. It's fun. It's fun. Oh. Yeah. Well, they told me that you didn't. I appreciated that. And then Dickie's catered like the sweet. next day, so you still kind of got a little part of me. I did. I did. I, did. I touched I had all your food with my bare hands in it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just a disclaimer. I didn't I, do that, guys. I don't do that at my job. I, I wear gloves. We got a hundred hundred health support. I, I was actually my bare hands and any food. I was actually more excited, not even to the remotely grossed out that you did that. I was like, yay! Woo-hoo. It was all I could think of was it was made with love. It's oh, it funny. is always made with love. But yes, we're here for and episode gloves. 58. <laughs> we've got some business that we've got to run through, and then we're gonna run through Raw and SmackDown. But me, ladies. <laughs> the first question, first and foremost, <laughs> as always, what is our sin this evening? Oh, uh, as <laughs> oh, as like a devil, with your a resident queen bee, forever reigning even without a crown. I am drinking <laughs> a Stutterhome mini bottle of uh, good good old Cab, yeah, Cabernet Sauvignon. And yeah. yeah, it's good. And I'm also, we're also going to take a shot of what we'd like to call Mount Gay. Um, Climbing Mount Gay. Is that whis- bourbon no, rum? It's bourbon rum. Because I asked, I asked him if it was whiskey when he walked in. He said, sure. And I'm like, you don't know what that is. But I didn't look at it he after that. But established in 1703 and from where? Barbados. Oh, Mount Gay. And the uh, water source that's in this is pure coral filtered spring water. Mountain's so happy that it also says Eclipse, and I don't know why. Oh, um, Eclipse, um, it was, let's see, it's on the back. Uh, oh. uh, da, 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 da. In 1910, the twin phenomena of phenomena. He's never around when I need him. <laughs> I need him all the time. 
Um, of a, uh, anyway, the twin phenomena of a total solar eclipse and the passage of Halley's Comet inspired the creation of Mount Gay Eclipse, a golden-amber blend of aged rums. Eclipse's perfectly balanced aroma is a medium body epitomized Mount Gay's signature style of crafting and blending pot-stilled rums. Fuck yeah, Mount Gay. So basically, courtesy of my brother, a.k.a. Mr. Business, Mr. Business. from one of his baseball parents, and he hasn't even opened it yet. We've cracked it open. It's unbeknownst to him. So and thank you, Mr. Business. Thank you, Mr. Business. me. I'm sorry. I, I, I hiccup. Hey, Birdie. Oh, there's a new pod dog on the scene. Her name's Birdie. Her name is Birdie. She's Birdie. upset at the moment. I hiccup. Okay. I will take this moment to just say that I am drinking a... Um, a barefoot refresh summer red spritzer. And like two. This is number one for tonight. Number one for tonight, but yeah. not in life. Uh, no, not in life. This is ever. I don't know. Doesn't. Pop dog Bernie. A little bit of trouble. Find yourself in a little spot of mischief. Maybe you will. A little tiny puddle of mischief on the floor, I think. <laughs> Me thinks. Yeah. Me thinks. Yes, uh. But, uh, we're all, oh yeah, we're all gonna do a little. We're gonna do have a little, have a little shout out. Mm, okay. Not gay. We're about to get a little gay. It's about to get a little gay. And I'm very excited. We have some gay in me. Have you ever had a gay in you? No. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> Um, I'm not. Uh, but yes, no. me, the kind of kitty, the killer cowboy. Coolest cat sitting at the goddamn table. Oh. Drinking, of course. Still paving that road. You know, we got a long way to rest the week. Can't take a route. Weekend off. Yeah. So my life works. Can we do it? Thought about you at trivia the other night. It's important. I feel like definitely when I die, someone's going to pour a coarse light out on my coffin. <laughs> I'll do that. I was just going to pour it on you, actually. <laughs> Right on the corpse. Sip. Like, babe, sip, sip. If um, I get cremated, mix it with my ashes. Just make, like, a coarse, like, Katie stew. You just be a paste. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would use your war paint. And I would... Um, Anytime you get no food. Yes. Because that happens so often in your life. And it would be, like, Katie Cullick in a patch, like Jerry Garcia. And I'd just, like, dip my fingers in. That's yeah. If I was Jamaican, why would I have yeah. this? <laughs> that was a thing last weekend. <laughs> For the beach, there were <laughs> party. Damn it, I fucked it up. If I wasn't Jamaican, why would I be wearing this hat? <laughs> Where Jamaica are you from? Depart near the beach. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Yay. Oh. What do you call him? Is there a Mexican who's like a Cuban bee? Yes. Cuban B. <laughs> just oh, fucking right. I love that movie more than I should. All right, ladies, shall we do our shot? I guess we shall. Let's shoot it up to wrestling and train dog. Trying to get dogs not peeing on the floor. Pew, pew. Oh, now you're gonna call. Are you okay? Did it go down? Oh, she all oh, she's checking on me. <laughs> that wasn't great. No, no, that wasn't very. Uh, 
Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna puke. Oh, no, I knew you weren't gonna puke, oh. but I think it went down. The it's I think it went down. Yeah, because yeah. But it's still not great. No. Even going down the rat hatch, I can tell you, it's not. It's not, I mean, it was a strong, but the flavor's not fantastic. Yeah, this shit's gay. It is Mount Gay. <laughs> a mountain of gay. It's like, so gay, like, it's a mountain. I feel like that would be okay gay. with, like, a rum and coke. Because yeah. you could taste yeah. the rum, but it wouldn't right. have that. It's just not fantastic. No. Yeah, that they hopped it up on that like back in the label. Like, right. I got really super excited. I bet it's one of those that like it has like a pretty good price tag on it. So whoever bought it for Brian was like, oh, it's a decent bottle. So but they, they just bought it, it, but they've never mm-hmm. had it. Because if you have and you gifted that, I mean, I'm not gonna say that Brian is an amateur at drinking because he's not. But he doesn't drink a whole lot. So sometimes with liquor like that, I'm like, I don't know if you could do that. Mm. I don't think you would. Although that's actually a pretty good one. We could act like it's a good whiskey. Black, I mean, or a good... Just stretch like out rum on the bottle. Whatever. Yeah, it is a bur- I think that's because it's a bourbon rum. It just says Barbados rum. It doesn't say bourbon. Did I literally misread that as... Yeah, I think it just low. says Barbados rum. Dude, I'm... Something's wrong with me. <laughs> I swear okay. to God that said bourbon rum earlier, and now I looked at the words, I'm like, wow, it's definitely not what it says, but in my, I saw it. Like, I fucking <laughs> saw it, and it said bourbon. Woo. We're I'm tired. Let's uh, through the spaghetti. Er, raw. Nope. <laughs> we'll sneak it down and raw it up. Spaghetti. You are jumping raw. three steps ahead. Only trying. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yes, yeah, so we go through the alcohol portion. I'm just gonna do this Shamrock Shake real quick. Shamrock Shake, it's actually the uh, Shamrock shout out, but we call it Shamrock Shake because we can't help ourselves. Uh, it's a little shout out to fucking Kim Ken Shamrock, uh, former MMA fighter and WWE superstar. Um, basically, the gist of it, why we do this, is because one day we discovered he was following our podcast Twitter, and we were like, okay. So we followed him back, that. and now we give him a weekly shout-out on the podcast. Um, usually in the form of some kind of news, uh, memory from that day, like that day in history, in Ken Shamrock history. Um, or something from social media. This week it is something from social media. So I guess people have been asking him, um, because of the MMA background for both of them, and the, the WWE background. Um, how he feels about Brock Lesnar, what he thinks of him. Horky boy. So, oh, yeah, so four uh, days ago, Ken Shamrock tweeted, my fans have been asking me about Brock Lesnar. I think he is great for both sides of the business, uh, being MMA and WWE. Uh, Brock is a phenomenal athlete, and I enjoy watching him compete at the UFC level and his talent at WWE. Raw. So... Uh, so he at least enjoys it. So he enjoys it and thinks he's good for the business. I, I mean, I, I really can't disagree <laughs> with the fact that he does do well for their numbers. But as far as, like, fans enjoying him, I just, I think it's, yeah, I don't like it. But that's just my opinion. I and this is not the, the crowd this. is kind of turning on him a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I feel like most of the reason I got... I don't say got behind him, because I feel like people have always been frustrated with him since he's had the belt. Yeah, and but, it's been over a year. But I feel like a lot of that had to do with Roman Reigns, and I feel like people hate Roman more than they 
So they were like, Brock. but now yeah. that he's, I mean, people hate like, Roman more so, than they're tired of Brock. I mean, I think Roman, and now so it's getting to a point where it's almost even. Like, they're yeah. getting tired and the hate for Roman, like, it's starting to tip the scales yeah. a bit. Well, I think it's like, Brock, there's nothing wrong with him, like, as an idea of being a champion because he has that look and that idea about him, yeah. but he's never around. It's not even a joke anymore. It's just like, I have yeah. and I'm gone. And that's no way to, like, promote that. Belt, like you know right. what I'm saying, it, universal it, championship. Like they're, it's a really they're going about new the, belt. exactly right. <laughs> they're, and they're going about. I feel like they're going about the the title defenses and the challenges for it all wrong. Because you know it was brought up in the last week or so that this is Roman's third attempt at winning this, and like the, the third attempt at getting this title in the last five months. And it's just like you know, give somebody else a fucking chance. I guess. Okay. Anyway, no, I, I agree. Yeah. Like he's had it for so long, and yes, he's a great champion. But when you <laughs> when you're never around to like defend it, you know. I know. I'm so glad she likes that toy. I'm sorry. I'm geeking out. I'm so happy right now because she wasn't playing with anything. <laughs> I put that in her like cage, but I guess she just didn't notice it. And I just hand it to her. She's like, "Oh, it's long, like a stick." <laughs> <laughs> Yay! It's I just I changed that the from game. Dollywood when I was like 15. And it's just been a stuffed animal I had. I'm like, it doesn't really mean a whole lot to me. Other than yeah. it's a snake and it's rainbow. So I'm like, you tear it up. That's precious. She's so gentle, though. She's like, I'm yeah, trying to be is. friends with it. I Why don't you love me? <laughs> stuffed snake. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my but, God. Uh, yeah. Also, random Ken Shamrock news. So, have either of you guys, Brittany, I feel like I may have made you watch it. Um, there's a movie called Warrior. It's an MMA movie. It's got no. Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton. Yes, and I've probably made yes. you watch it. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it, but no, I know what you're talking about. And then, like, the wife thing, and the, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah. movie. Yeah, it's a good so, movie. So, actually, rewatched that by myself last night because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it in years, and it's one of my favorite movies. We were talking about it today, but. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, but no, yes. Uh, so in that movie, it's MMA based and stuff like that, and yada yada yada. They're two brothers. They end up in a professional MMA tournament. But one of their trainers, this is really random. Um, his, I think in the movie, you guys would know the actor. I can't remember his name right now though. But in the movie, he's the trainer to one of the brothers, Joel Edgerton. Yeah. And um, oh. in the background of his office, there's actually a poster of Kim Shamrock, and it's for one of his MMA fights he had. Oh. And I'm not sure who it was against. I can't remember the name, but it was Shamrock versus someone else, and it was fucking him. And I was that's, like, oh, that's really cool, honestly. So, like, Are you talking about Nick Nolte? Nick Nolte's in there, yeah. He's the dad. Oh, it's so sad. It's so sad and wonderful. You never thought you'd feel so many feels, but in MMA, you feel all of Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo, that's him. I was office. looking at the... Yeah, right. Frank Campana. So, oh, before we get to Rob's oh, next, I would oh, do wait. have some dismay. Thank you for getting this morning for taking so long. It's happening. <laughs> it's okay, I'm just trying to figure it out. Um, So, in okay. sad news, uh, we had two pretty big wrestling deaths this week. Yes. <laughs> One was Grandmaster Sexay, a.k.a. Brian Waller, Jerry King Waller's son. Very sad. He got arrested for, I think, a DUI, and it definitely wasn't his first rodeo, and he was in he some ended up shit. Yeah. But as far as, I think from what I've read, he didn't say he didn't die from trying to hang himself, but he didn't die in, like, 
strung up, for lack of a better word. They got him to the hospital. So he died after that? Yeah. Huh. Because they said they kept him on life support long enough for uh, Jerry oh, to get there. So what basically oh, happened is he, he hung himself. They found him like pretty much right after he had passed, but enough to like they got him probably resuscitated, but he had had too much brain damage at that. Yeah, like for lack of oxygen. <laughs> so um, um, that was yeah. Just so you know, our puppy's dog. bigger than uh, Sleazy's puppy, so she makes more noise when she gets up and down off things. That's just Birdie Manwick making her entrance. Yeah. She's fucking adorable. She's a precious bub and she finally um, found a toy that she's in love with. Which is adorable. But um, also means that he never comes out of that cage because so I'm pretty sure she would out of the park. And that yeah. would make my heart hurt so hard. The Queen also has a pet ball python. Yes. And this toy that our new pup likes is a stuffed snake. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the snake. My dad. <laughs> no, he yeah. won't come up. He's fine. I mean, he'll come up, but just not like. She'd probably just be like, "Why don't you love me either?" <laughs> Why don't you love me? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was Brian Lawler. That was Brian Christopher. Um, another one uh, who, lo- who we lost is Nikolai Volkov. Passed away at the age of seventy. Which, like, was almost like king of the foreign heel. Like, oh right? yeah, yeah. Like, he kind of that whole like. You know, I was saying he started it, but he definitely like big chunk of the reason for that is him. Exactly, exactly. Um, also, another um, another uh, loss was a 57 year old Brickhouse Brown. Oh. Um, he actually they all um, they all passed away on Sunday. Oh wow! All, all, all on the same day. Yeah. Kind of weird, you know how like last or was it last year, the year before last, where all the celebrities were like dying? Yeah. Oh, and it was last year. Oh, yeah. and just Alan Rickman and like Robin Williams. Yeah. Just it's kind of like that. Yeah. Like Gene Wilder. But like with we lost Bowie. Recently, I feel like it's been like crazy, and we almost lost Flair. The first half of the year. He's <laughs> like fingers crossed, but we almost lost Flair. Yeah, and the first I mean, half one either. Miracle. The first half of one year, we lost like Bowie Rickman and G. Wilder, and Which a couple other like people a, along the way. And then like I the think the holy trinity of like punching you in the face. And you're just like, yeah. oh so, god! Like, like I, I, right I, after I, Wilder and Rickman. I, I, I remember I when Robin Williams died because I was still working at Street Carnival and I cried. Oh, and like yeah. literally, yeah, Connie yeah. came up to me and she was like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "I'm doing that." And I was like bawling. Like I had never really done that with celebrity, but like. It was like Uncle Williams was different. It was yeah. different. Like you yeah. got into your feelings. No matter if you've just seen oh. one Robin Williams movie, there's like one movie that like you just like. Even if you say that you hate Robin Williams, which I've heard people say before, there's yeah. at least one of his movies that, that you love. fucking love, right? At least, at least. Dead Poet Society. And Dead Poet Society. I fucking love it. Dead Poet Society. I love this Outfire. What oh, dreams yeah. may come. Patch Adams. Patch Adams. Um, oh. the one where he Patch is. is he uh, the one where he ages rapidly. What's the name of that movie? Uh, Sam? No. no. I am Sam Smith. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a different that's something different. Yeah. Oh, shit. But I feel like it is a name, though. But it's a really, really good movie, and it's super sad. Because, like, when he graduates high school, he's, like, an old man and everything like that. And it's really, really sad. Yeah. What is the name of that movie? Sheep. It's really good. That one's a really good one, too. Hook. Looks such a good movie. I love Rob Williams. I, I love like, like, like okay, we got we got back to like oh. Good Morning Vietnam. Okay. I mean, you could go on. Oh my oh, god, Good okay. Morning Vietnam. Okay, okay. Yes. Last little bit of business. Um, so we skipped <laughs> last week. Um, so yes. just to talk about it, we need to. 
Um, last week, they did announce the all-women's pay-per-view mm-hmm. evolution. evolution. That would be taking place October 28th? Somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be 50 women. And they've already announced from then movie. now and forever. Some old timers coming back. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's <laughs> Stratus and Lita, Lita are already mm-hmm. confirmed to be there. Uh, did Beth Phoenix? Did she? I'm not sure. They've announced a bunch, I think. And actually, um, so in this pay per view, uh, SmackDown and Raw women's title will be defended, as well as the NXT women's championship mm-hmm. and the Mae Young Classic finish will be there. As well. Yeah, that that championship match. Um, or not championship match, but the final. Uh, yeah, you know, I'd be more excited about it if they would just shut the fuck up for, like, five minutes about it. I just, it's just a lot. But yes, so (laughs) Women's Evolution pay-per-view will be happening October 28th in that area. Yeah, Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's October 28th. Um, I trust Emily, but I just... Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. But so yeah, that'll be happening. I'm very curious as to how that will go. Hopefully it goes well. I think, like Brittany said, sorry, I'm burps. Um, women's wrestling has come leaps and bounds. I would be, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna say it's gonna be a good pay per view. A lot of time the women get the spotlight, and sometimes things don't. I feel like it's, it, it's it's gonna particularly it's gonna fall on whether or not they book the matches correctly. Exactly. It's gonna be like in between who actually books it and the build up. And I mean, I think there will be some good matches, but it's kind of so it's not it's not as far away as you think, but it's still so much in the future that there's a lot of things that could change and they could either make it like really exciting to look forward to or they could make it like nobody gives a fuck. Like it's such a thin line that I feel like they're walking with I the women's division they, right now. They have two pay per views to build this up. Because okay. August will Summer be SummerSlam Slam. and then September will be something or another. Is September it's where they move? It's not going to be Great Balls of scene? Fire, but I kind of wish they would because they got the song. Right, like you I got the song. You got the Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> and, <laughs> and even if you just kept yeah. it for the memes, Ooh, like, where you Come on, man. <laughs> feels good. Who are they hiring? Who are these people? But so anyways, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think this it's will be honestly the make it or I won't say make it or break it because I feel like regardless, WWE is going to keep pushing the women. But yeah. for me as a fan, this is going to make it or break it for the women's division. I agree. They're so 50-50. And creative I mean, needs to so think many, really hard about There's such good that. talent on there, but I just feel like they have to do storylines so better. well in matches, and because they do so terribly. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with storyline, a lot of has to do with booking. Like, well, what pisses me off is, and we've talked about this before, is that I feel like what they think a woman's feud should be is just people being catty. Yeah. There's not any real like beef. Like nobody like did something to each other. It's like they don't have to have a reason. It's just like over oh, women and maybe we're on our quote unquote period and we're just gonna be bitchy. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have to have a reason to be bitchy. Yeah. It's just like I'm gonna fight you this week. Now sometimes like the Nia Jackson Bliss, like some of them have background, but most of the time Exactly. Yeah, I mean exactly. I'm sorry, but very rarely Sasha in Bailey one, there's really no reason for them to be pissed off at each other other than them just like being bitchy and kind of backstabbing matches. But just if you like, think about it, you're in a match 
in all those matches, it's not like you were a tag team and you turned on each other. Like, you were against each other in a match and you fought each other. So even then, you're kind of like, you honestly just want to be like... Yeah. And then maybe they're lesbian, which is fine, but what is going on with that? I don't That's know. That's the whole thing. What, what the fuck? What the fuck? The only thing with that is just the whiplash you get from whether they're together or they're not. You're just like, damn, uh-huh, uh-huh. right? what's going on? But regardless of any of that, I'm hoping if they do well, I mean, hopes and dreams, hope the women do well at evolution, and then hopefully they get some better storylines, they start getting that teeny time, because I can't yeah, even yeah. want to build that, because that's, again, we talk a lot of shit about the women's division, but we will always give them credit. They've come leaps and bounds. Oh, yeah. A lot of those I women mean, are very, very no talented. no more panties matches. Like, we have actual belts that aren't butterflies. I yeah. Mean, like, but no, also, maybe don't belt. bring in somebody who's a former MMA star and skyrocket them after two, like, televised matches. They get a fucking title shot at SummerSlam. Like, I don't... I don't, will, I will not bothered by see that. Where, um, I see where you're coming from, but I also think the main reason they might be doing this is because it does bring more spotlight to the women's to division. The women's. Yeah. Because, I honestly... I just hate it for the women who have been there. Their main is, is male. And as much as they do, like, women in their... You know, scantily clad, fighting each other, which I mean, obviously, I mean, I yeah. like watching it. So I mean, they also kind of actually want to see a fight. But exactly, <laughs> but then when they're watching wrestling, also they want to see like what you know what they would consider wrestling. So sometimes they'll tune out. They may watch some of it, but I mean, when you see Ron Rousey, you get that whole background that she comes with coming into it, so you get more interest in it. Which I still see, like, yeah, you skyrocket her, but also. If you don't, then you you almost she has that her, star power. Like, but also, I think with her, with her being so big, you kind of have like an expiration date on her. Like if you don't push her now and do something with her, then you're, you're gonna lose not it. gonna. You're gonna lose gonna, gonna, Yeah, nobody's gonna care anymore. And that's the one reason why I love this podcast. I just because we look at it from a business perspective and also a wrestling perspective. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. Yeah, but fan at the same time. But I I just wish her. I just wish her in-ring skills were better. She's got some cool moves. She's now, yeah, she's I getting guess. she's getting better, but she's I just from a technical yeah, wrestling look, standpoint, I don't feel that she's not to the point where she should be. Maybe I title. just look down upon a lot of women's division because I do, but she's better <laughs> in my eyes than half the women that wrestle. Yeah. I'd rather watch her than Alicia Fox. I'd rather watch her than uh, and I love Dana Brooke, but I wanted weather. Rather watch her than Dan Brooke. Yeah. You know, I'd love to see Dan Brooke get pushed. I think they should do it, but. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of women. Even Nia, whom I love, whom yeah. I wish. No, her's... no, no. Nia's moveset is very limited. So it either is. they got to my point where either you give Ronda Rousey the push, which is clearly the direction they're going, or you have to get these other women more varied movesets. Because a lot of these women only have about three moves. Yeah. Well, when when uh, people like Sasha Banks can only win with a submission, that fucking bank statement, and her backstabber, and then that's it. That's all she's got. And again, Sasha, I'd rather watch Ronda than Bailey. Hmm. Eh. By the way, the summer, the September pay per view. Ass doesn't make any fucking sense. Because hell of the cell. Yes, yeah, yeah. hell in the cell. No, it's just switched that. They don't have enough time, though. That's why they did that. It's just fucking stupid. Uh, but then again, I would never like to see Ronnie push her with people like Charlotte. 
Oscar, those women. Mm-hmm. Like, there are certain women who are very talented that I would not yeah. like to get pushed over. But on Raw, where I love Alexa and she's a great heel. I'm fucking tired of her. She's had her time. Mickey James can go back to the trailer park. <laughs> like, Raw's women's division is very weak. Yeah, it is. Which Super is weak. honestly why I'm okay with this. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so should we get into... Yes, should we finally get there? Honestly, we may want to just kind of... We're gonna yeah. go quick. Yeah, we're about, we're about 35 minutes in. Hmm. Which some of it's some gonna be. Some, some of it's so gonna we'll be. So we'll take like 15 minutes on each? Probably not. That will um, never happen to any of that. Um, well, to so start off... Okay. Obviously, they do the, uh... Oh, it's tributes. Tributes to, uh... uh tri- the graphic tributes with uh, Nikolai Volkov to Brian Christopher. Then we recap last week's number one contendership match, which mm. was uh, Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. And then I guess who's backstage? Porky <laughs> boy. And he's got the Universal Championship, and then there's Paul Heyman. Yeah. <sighs> they literally just kind of stand there. Like, just literally just Brock's face, and then... In the ring, there's Roman Reigns. Oh, Um, he takes in. The, I like this. He takes in the mostly hostile atmosphere of the crowd before saying, "Every time he comes down here, the energy and the noise is so loud <laughs> that Miami deserves." Like a special he's like, shout-out. I can't see you guys are booing me. It's just loud. It's just loud. It's just loud. Sure. Keep telling yourself that. Um, he's like, but Miami deserves such a shout out. But you know what? So does Bobby Lashley. Because yep. after going to war with him a few times, he, he respects him. I respect Bob. But she keeps calling him Bob. Which, Bob. All right. Bob. Which is more than he can say for Brock, though. And, Seems yeah, zero. they keep going up. He's like, he never shows up here. But then, yeah, he'll go to the UFC. And, and then he gets in a... Um, what was his Daniel name? Cormier. Oh yeah, Cormier's face, and yeah, runs his mouth, and then uh, <laughs> basically he's like, "But I bet you Brock won't come here with his mouth now, bitch." And <laughs> out comes the advocate, yeah, Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Paul. My name is Paul Heyman, and I've come to talk about Brock. I'm a potato in a suit. <laughs> um, That's all you need. And he kind of just uh, gets at Roman being like, you keep going after Brock, and then the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, which is why, with all due respect, as he says, Rain should be. Side seat says, Rain should be in a quote-unquote pastel, not the main event of SummerSlam. Catching crazy. It honestly uh, makes more sense, though, from Paul's perspective. It does. Because <laughs> he literally is calm down, dude. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, he's like, you know, I could go on and on about spearing Brock to the cage, that he's an crown champion, blah, 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 blah. Um, but at SummerSlam, and this is not a spoiler. Oh, it's not a prediction. It's a spurry. And you're trying to get into your trees. <laughs> she knows where they are. But, uh, the big dog's gonna get pit down. Sorry, Birdie. Um, <laughs> I just realized how terrible that probably sounded to her. Um, Roman's like, you know what? No, Paul Heyman, nobody cares what you have to say. Just get Brock out here. And Paul Heyman says, you know, my client is here now. 
in the comfort of his locker room and he'll be out here when he feels like it, so fuck you. If he feels like it, so fuck you too. Um, fuck you again. <laughs> but don't worry, at SummerSlam, um, he's gonna, and then Roman kind of cuts him off. Um, he's like, you know what, I want you to write this down. I'm gonna send him back to the UFC, but not as a beast, but as my bitch. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, that actually becomes a whole thing later, which honestly, <laughs> I, I kind of love Brock's whole part in this before he Yeah, out. I love, I love Brock's. Go give me a fucking um, steak, bitch. So, so basically, I like how he, like, makes his, his food order, like, after he, like, calls him a bitch, he's like, steak, potato, broccoli, now! Which is actually <laughs> exactly what I would for. Um, so then we go backstage and Seth Rollins is getting ready before his match with Drew McIntyre um, and doing his thing. And then we catch Ron Rassi talking with Natty uh, about, uh, oh, Natty's upcoming match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then we oh, have yeah. Finn Balor comes out to wrestle the console. Wrestling Corbin. So everybody's getting ready for the match. How long is this feud going to go on for? I feel like Too long? Right? Like, why? Too long. So, Honestly, I don't dislike their matches together, though. No, no. I mean, I, I think will give it, I will give Corbin, Corbin credit where credit is due. He has done he high on it. He is killing it. I think the title is a little ridiculous, but Friday. I think they're going for the alliteration. She's still looking for the truth. Irene, get down. She's like, you no. can't stand on top of your crate. Get down. <laughs> Birdie, lay down. She's like, I'm stuck over there. Lay I down. She's like, oh god. <laughs> she does not like my deep voice. At all. Um, like, she gets really scared of my deep voice, and I'm like, Birdie. She's serious. Like, she won't cover. She won't cover and look at the peak. I'm like, <laughs> you're gonna pass. Um, but yes, anyway. so before the match, I kept backstage to Brock again. He's reading his episode of uh, episode. Jesus, he's reading an issue <laughs> of the backwoodsman. And, uh, and then it gets to be the frontiersman after. Oh, and then the this means, is a uh, the means that came out. Of oh yeah, and so Brock uh, Paul Heyman's like, did you did you hear what he said about you? And he pulls it up on his phone to show him. And fucking Brock grabs his phone like he's gonna look at it and just chucks it. That like, like, like you know like, how yeah, yeah, annoying you are right now. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Get me food. Go, <laughs> fat man. Like that's <laughs> that's what you should do. I told John, I was like, if I was Paul Heyman, fuck whoever Brock Lesnar thinks he you know is, I'd have been like, that's my goddamn phone. Go pick up thing is, you know they bought a phone for him to... Oh, they yeah. They bought yeah. an iPhone for him just to smash it against the wall. Yeah. Uh, smash somebody who probably wouldn't be smashing against the wall. We can't afford to Actually, break another one. This is a random, but like the Tasha Pluto episode where he contacted Apple and got them to give him like the newest iPad. And he just set it up in the middle of the, the um, like, the, you know, drawing room, and he just, like, putted with it, and he just, like, oh got God. it off of, Jesus. <laughs> he's like, how pissed do you think they are, knowing that's what I did with it, and, like, that's fantastic. <laughs> but we've got this, uh, this is wonderful, um, we've got this Finn Balor constable care, constable who? Caribou Corbin? Caribou Corbin. Constable Caribou. Constable... Sounds like a character. Carlo. Like candy man. Or candy man. Candy land. <laughs> oh, God. Constable Caramel. Oh, God. Um, Constable yeah. Baron Corbin <laughs> versus Good Bell. Um, so, 
Corbin's like shedding his vest at the beginning of this, and I was like, motherfucker, you knew you had a match. Why'd you even put your vest on? Why'd you even get a gussied up? It's just his thing now. But still, it's just stupid. It's like, huh, I'm gonna come out here all snazzy. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot I'm wrestling. But it's then, uh, basically, the biggest thing oh, that happens during this match, they go back and forth, it's actually pretty good, um, but at the end, uh, Balor tries to hit a coup de and Corbin rolls away, and he ends up getting him with the end of days. Yes. Um, so. Oh, and Baron starts yeah. to leave after the match, and then he goes back up, or back up inside Finn. What? He goes back inside <laughs> the ring. You can read too much fan, fan fiction. <laughs> also, he just very quickly, back up I just inside make... Roman Snatch. <laughs> I got bored. <laughs> Monday afternoon. Dude, wrestling fan fiction is so weird and so entertaining. It is. Like in the worst All way. of fan fiction everywhere is weird and entertaining. No, so I actually I've read some really good plot thickening fan fiction before. It's very rare, but you gotta dig for it. But I have read it. But wrestling fan fiction is never that. It's no. never that. It's always they get I don't know. In this like, oh oh my God. God. <laughs> I definitely thicken my plot, if you know what I'm saying. Uh <laughs> I, uh, I've made the mistake of reading some Roman Reigns AJ Styles fanfiction this week. It's like fuck, ten fucking chapters. I've sat for two hours at work just only stopping when you I can, had to help a customer. Story, the worst story ever. You know, I got sucked into bed. This is terrible, but this, this I've story, gotta see. Can you take this ever the story overall? As the Harry, Harry Potter one? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the girl's the vampire. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I can't. I can't. Um, it wouldn't have been as bad if, if I'd been able to, like, take it and just edit it, like, fix the grammar and grammatical and spelling errors, and then just send it back to the original poster and say, just do this instead. The, <laughs> the actual storyline wasn't that bad. It was kind of cute, but also it was, oh, God, so much anal sex. So, the thought of the phenomenal one with the anal The big dog said to go in the backyard. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. They're telling mm-hmm. AJ's ass is phenomenal. All that stuff. All that stuff. You would say his ass was phenomenal. Oh, he told him his. It's like, baby, this I ass is Bobby phenomenal. Rude one and he kept calling him baby doll. And as he did, he yelled, Glory! My spark is glorious. Okay, so we're going to move on from the first match. This is not going to go completely. No, we win again. Corbin actually wins. Uh, yeah. With the end of days. days. Yes. Yeah. Um, then we have Paul Heyman talking the phone. And then basically Kurt's saying this whole time that if he doesn't fucking come out of the ring, <laughs> Paul's going to be fucking fired because it violates his contract of not having his... Person come out there, blah 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 blah. Paul's bitching at Paul, or Paul is oh, bitching at Lesnar because yeah. he's like, "Hey, you know, you want me to be your advocate? That's all well and good, but I can only be your advocate as long as I have a contract WWE. And if you don't show the fuck up tonight, then I don't have guess a contract. What? And guess what? You don't have. And he's like, "Go fuck yourself." Um, skipped a little yeah. far. That's fine. And so, um, <laughs> well, I, I would. Guess. My only comment on any of that, though. Sorry, excuse me. I'm just to top that. That's pretty much. It's cool. much weirder than anything to wear. But um, Kurt getting some balls on him. Yeah. And my only comment on this is necessarily that people are saying that he's gonna make some shenanigans at SummerSlam. Oh, all right. Like Kurt is. Yeah. Sure. I'll take it. He needs to do something. Like, yeah. Like a restart of the match, sort of thing. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Exactly. Um. 
but I'd be curious with that. I'd have to say, as far as GMs go that we have right now, I definitely prefer Paige. Paige. Oh, Paige is killing it. I know. Like, oh, I'm like, this is what you were born to do, baby girl. Like, she's right. doing so baby girl. Baby girl. Baby girl. Baby girl. Baby girl. But, um, I feel like in the past two weeks, Kurt's found some He's... footing. Like, I'm not gonna say flat footing, but, like, kind of getting that stride. Yeah. We're almost there. We're almost there. He's getting better. He's getting that stride. His knees bent. He's got right. Well, his knees are all he has the opposite problem of Matt Hardy. Hardy uh. angle's always kind of slightly bent. If you ever mm-hmm. look at him mm-hmm. standing, he's always kind of like his knees are. Yeah, his always his knees are always. Like, Whereas Matt Hardy can't locked. bend at the knees, you will can only bend at the waist. Ugh. Shit's getting real. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So commentary says that we are gonna get another look at the announcement of evolution because they're still doing that this week, even though it was last week. I'm telling you, every fucking chance they get. We're talking about it. Um, so they come back from commercial, and guess what? We got that promised recap of the evolution announcement. Um, Alicia Fox, she's backstage working out in preparation for her match. Alexa Bliss comes up. She's like, you know, Mickey was injured last week, and I've handpicked you um, to replace her in my corner because Rhonda's going to be in Natty's corner. But don't worry about her because I got under control. Blah, 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 blah. And fucking Alicia's crazy like a fox, as her shirts say. And she was like, I'm going to hurt Natty so badly that her cats will say, me, ow. Get it? It's just... And I, then, I, 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 like, crazy Alicia. Yeah, like, uh, I, I miss her hats. Like, so well, yeah, I do like that she's crazy, but I feel like she has to work on some of her crazy wrestling moves, because some of them are just kind of stupid. Yeah. Like, yeah. I understand that her, like, going crazy and slapping, but at the same point, like, maybe she you should like actually, a walrus, just, you like, should actually, like, on. try to slap them by their stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you just need to make it look less stupid. Like, I understand yeah. the crazy, and I think that's actually probably a cool thing, you know. No, it actually strangely but, works for her, but no, I would agree that like the Nikki, slapping was it's like a Mickey cross, but less. She was like, yeah, she was doing it like this. Like, like short end. Yeah. And, like, you're supposed to be beating her up, not like. Oh, uh, like, yeah. 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 Well, um, I hope good things for her. Uh, yeah. I think she did pretty well this week, to be honest. I think I would prefer mm-hmm. her than. It's weird. Personality wise and gimmick wise, I prefer with Alexa Bliss than Nikki James. Yes. And ring wise, I prefer Nikki James because no matter what you say about her being Queen of Trailer Park, which she absolutely <laughs> is. Her She's and Queen of the is like they're mind boggling trailer they're park. Fucking mind boggling. It's all denim and glitz, man. Mm. But her actual in ring ability is wonderful. <sighs> hey. <laughs> She just likes sniffing things, man. I was like, heavy breathing under the face. Although we probably need to finish this pretty quick because she's probably going to pee. Yeah. Okay, so um, the Alicia Fox and Natty match. Um, I don't know if there's any high points you want to. Um, I think really yeah, actually, it's better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, but Alicia Fox wins. Yeah, by pinfall, she, she gets a mafia kick yeah. on the. Uh, so Nanny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rhonda doesn't like this, so she tries to get. Um, oh, because there was a yeah. cheap shot. Um, Alexa kind of 
punching that against the face or something. Yeah. Uh, when the rest back was turned, and then something happened where Alicia kind of went over there and she was kicking out Rhonda. Well, Rhonda yeah. was in her corner, and yeah. then she get Rhonda gets on the apron, and while mm-hmm. that's happening, the refs strike because like he, he, you can't be up here. Why would you be up here? Yeah. And then while that's happening, Alexa hits Natty with a cheap shot. Yeah. Um, and then we get Rhonda running because she's good at that. I I, I like Rhonda. I don't want her to chase me because it scares me. No, she's very quick. Yeah. She runs fast. Like, I just, like, when she runs around the ring, I feel like everybody's like, oh, God. It's an intense run, too. Like, it's not just, like, a little, it's like a, Oh, and she's like, like that scene out of Get Out where that guy's running up the field with the other guy. Like, where he's just like, <laughs> it's like that, oh shit. And there's a, a crazy mix of shit that happened. Like, Rhonda gets Alexa alone in the ring. Um, she gets her in a, you know, she judo throws her, gets her in an arm bar, but Foxy comes in, makes a save. Um, Rhonda then uh, hits a swinging Death Valley driver. Bliss tries to run off, but Rhonda drags her back over there. But Alicia cuts her off from behind because she's in a barricade. Um, I don't. It's just uh, the heels run off, and they're all uh, look at us. Too. They're cute. Uh, then we go back to the locker room or Brock's luxurious locker room. Just reading a different magazine. Yeah. I wish they'd had him with reading glasses and the magazine upside down. Just like and him just like just really him being like, Oh, is that your idea? Yeah. <laughs> Back to my magazine. Yeah. Um yeah. And then he's like he's like all the promotion you can do. Go yeah. out there, do your thing, sell some T shirts. Yeah. And he's like, Stop. You're pissing me off. Go get me a steak. Now. And then uh um shoes him off. And then we get some hype. The Seth Rollins Drew McIntyre match is coming up later, plus the Sasha Banks and Bailey versus the Riot Squad, and Sturman versus Gender for later. Uh, but Elias is supposed to be next. We get a break, come back. Natty and Rhonda are complaining to Kurt about the shit that just went down. Rhonda wants a fight, and she doesn't want to get suspended again. So next week, Kurt Angle makes a match for Ronda Rousey versus Nisha Fox. Yes. Um. And then we get Elias in the ring. Yeah. You know, he does his thing. Yeah, now it, he's just got that fucking album that he's like... Which I kind of listen to, but at the same time, like, it cannot be good. I don't know. Cesaro no. was tweeting about it last week. Like, this is amazing. Football. <laughs> I was just no, like, no. what? We're going to have to listen to it. At least a few songs. Oh, yeah, yeah. That that's our homework for that's the next, next week. week. Next week we're gonna at least listen to a song off of Elias. A song? No. You yeah. should do the whole album. I mean, not, to, not the whole album. I'm not listening to no, the whole album. I can't. Album. Unless it is really good. I'm going for to some at least say three songs. Okay. That's a, that's a lot, but that's to give you variety. Okay. I'll go first, song. middle, and last on this. I'll, that's I'll, fair. I'll first, middle, that. last. Yes. I'll commit to that. Um. But anyway, he but, uh, says that he, actually comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was say he, he could have gone higher in the charts. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he was interrupted by Bobby Lashley, who apparently was eager to get embarrassed by Roman. Um, he, he gives Miami shit for living Pitbull and, and Rock. Rock. Oh. Well, first off, I just want to be like, The Rock. Everyone loves, loves The Rock. Rock. I know. You could go in any town and chilling people for living Rock. And you know what? They're not going to fucking stop loving him. Uh, Pitbull, mm, I get it. 
Mission Worldwide. <laughs> Mr. 305. I love that game. Um, <laughs> I actually do too. I have a soft spot for Pitbull. Like he's not the best. I'm not saying his music comes on. I'm just like, oh yeah. Oh no. And then I thought, you know, kind of shake your shoulders. It's like Pitbull and donuts. The times that I smile and hate myself at the same time. Um, Then he's that's the best. He starts playing. He starts playing. And then Bobby Lashley comes in. Elias is like, Bob, what are you doing? And Bob's like, hey, I'm a big fan. I want to get front row seat for your song because this is great. And Elias is like, you know what? Cut the shit. You don't want to just walk with me. You want to sing with me. And don't. I just don't do it. And he's like, hey, why don't I play a simple song for you? And Bobby actually starts singing Rock and Robin. Oh yeah, for a minute. Everything is weird with Bobby Lashley. Right? Okay, so I'm not the only one that's like. No. Every time he comes to stage, I'm like. It makes me cringe. Understand that it wasn't always this way. I know, no, it wasn't, and that's what bothers me so much. Is what are they doing to him? Okay, so even in beginnings of his WWE career, he was not the software. TNA, he was not the software. He went to go do MMA. He was not the goddamn awkward. He came back. I don't know what happened. And he's in his contract, like, hey, I know it's been 10 years. Yeah, you can come back, but we're going to need you to do some dumb weird shit. To be honest, slightly, I think he might be doing it on purpose. And obviously, not for sure. But I feel like they brought him back with all these promises, and they haven't quite kept those promises. And maybe he's he's just like, Fuck you guys. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm supposed to do this. Well, I'll do it, but I'll do it. And maybe way. that's that's the reason. I don't. Know. I can't. I'm not for sure. But no. just like, like, I'm not gonna say he was ever the best. I'm like, cause he wasn't, but he was decent at least. Like you could sit there and watch him cut a promo and not be like, this is what is cringe worthy. Yeah. Oh man. I feel like the more you do it, the better you get. Not the worse you get. Right. But any users. So rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, Alliance. Uh, attacks him and berates him on the mic and Lashley ends up recovering and drops him with a belly to belly overhead belly to belly suplex because he's strong um, backstage Baron Corbin runs into Kevin like Owens Corbin a little bit more. <laughs> loved it um, Kevin Owens congratulates him for wiping the smile off of Finn's face and offers him a towel and a bottle of water he's very much just trying to blow him uh, sucking up to suck your dick before I ask I know. for a Actually, I'm gonna need that towel back so I gotta wipe your tongue off my face. And Sometimes. he <laughs> says that uh, Corbin is his son's favorite wrestler now, and that you know, oh, a real yeah. male authority figure for him to look up to. This is amazing. And <laughs> yeah. Baron's like, mm, that's why I do this. I inspire. I inspire the peeps. And then yeah. Owens is like, I'm concerned because the Brock Lesnar situation is making it seem like Angle isn't happy with him getting a shot at the money in the bank briefcase. He's like, and I feel like he's you're setting up situations. Situation. You're creating yeah. matches that's putting my chance of getting that briefcase in jeopardy. Right. I don't know what we talked about, but um, I think it might have been last week too. Um, Braun and Kale have a match at SummerSlam. Whoever wins actually gets the money the bank briefcase. Yes. So Kevin has the chance to steal it from Braun. And I honestly don't know how I feel about that. But I, I honestly think it wouldn't be a bad idea to just gave it to Kale because you do I know like that it. Braun always has a chance because he's Braun. He doesn't need. Well, that was what we said when he, he won. When it, he won, so he, he doesn't, doesn't need it. it. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't like really the idea of the match. But this. I like the idea of the match under these circumstances. I don't no, want I do that. Just said a prison. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoy this little KO Braun Strowman. Oh, no, yeah. I love this. This team, has been one of my favorite Strowman foods. Just saying that I don't want to sit because, like. Oh, no, 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 no. No, like, this, no they shouldn't be I mean, the big kind of secret at this point. It is, yeah. Like, you can't do that. But, yes. Yeah. For this one, one happenstance, I shall allow it. <laughs> yes. Um, so they get a commercial, come back, and Strowman versus Gender. Which I actually like uh, their segment. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, I've been digging Strowman. this weird gender. Not weird gender, but like he's just like, I'm Zen now. I'm just, yeah. He's still healed. He's like, man, I'm going to shit you were saying before about fucking Shinsuke. I'm trying to meditate and, like, stuff. Yeah, I don't know. But you turn your face. He's producing some funny segments, so I'm digging it. After he's all on the mic, like, look at Shinsuke, ching chong chow. And then he's just like, nah, bro, I'm totally cool. Just, it's fine. It doesn't matter anymore. I've, I've achieved a higher level of awareness. So it's like, whatever, you're not woke. Um, but they yeah. have like a gender and brown <laughs> end up having like a uh, mantra standoff. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Kao shows up, you know, just pops out and is like, what's up, guys? And um, he's got the money in the brief. Money in the bank briefcase. Money, money in the briefcase. briefcase. Bank. <laughs> bank. Bank. Instead of that. And then so uh, Strowman, you know, Kao kind of runs off with it. And, and he's Str- like, and Strowman oh, chases him. So he chases him, and so he gets counted out, and Jitter wins by count out. Uh, Baron Corbin rolls up on Kurt Angle backstage, and he, I, I like how he's holding the phone. And he, he's like, well, Stephanie, you want me to tell you? He's like, I don't give a fuck what Stephanie's got to say. But she's on the phone that he's holding. And he's just like, oh, here. You're, she's on the phone right now. Here you go. Here's the phone. I just, you? I, would just, I wish that was a real moment just because of how painfully awkward it would be to just be like, I don't give a fuck what she has to say. Hi, Stephanie. How's it going? It's like, you know, she fucking heard you. I just wish it was a real moment. Right. Shit. Oh. He's like, look, um, I know you're just trying to protect the SummerSlam main event, but there's got to be some other way. He's like, okay, yeah, I understand. Enjoy the rest of the show. Um, and that ends his phone call with her. Commentary talks about the Rollins and McIntyre match coming up and the women's tag match for later with Bayley, Sasha, and Rockspun. Um, they come back from commercial and Mojo <laughs> like, just can't hate it. This was a little random. Uh, I'm not going to say I hate it just because I'm not going to lie, I love Bobby, but. Here we go. Uh, Mojo is backstage just berating everyone in the locker room. Yeah, the which, Ascension, Kurt Hawkins, and Zack Ryder. Which, honestly, he's not right. I'm a little confused about Zack Ryder being there. Like, not that in that sense, but the fact that there should be more... Like, it seems like it should have been Zack Ryder and not Wapenry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. But anyways... Um, he was like, kind of breezed out of me. You saw what I did to him last week. My mama. Took care of Noah Jose. Yeah. Dead for. And then Bobby Roode <sighs> comes in with a slow clap and it's like, oh, you got a problem with me? <laughs> and um, Mojo right back apparently like, do you have a problem with me? What is this, Romeo and Juliet? Do you bite your thumb at me, sir? No, but I do bite my thumb. 
Wow. Like, are you going to catch your pants? Are you going to catchphrase me into submission? Um, and then Rude takes them down. Mm-hmm. And they roll around for do their thing. And woohoo! Uh, like, how, apart. like how they always give the nod to Adam Pierce. Them. Yeah, they really do. They're like, referees and red agents, including five time MWA World Heavyweight Champion Adam Pierce, pull them apart. Uh, he was there also. Yes. Which, I mean, I don't mind. <laughs> Why? Like, every time. Every time. Um, um, Authors of Pain get a little promo about how Titus Worldwide. They a lot of author puns. Yeah. Uh, book puns, a lot of writing <laughs> puns. That's their, that's their thing. Yeah. But, uh, it's strange about Paul Ellering. It makes sense with him. Then it just doesn't. Yeah. What's his name? Is it Acom? Acom? Acom. I think it's Acom. 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 <laughs> Um, right. I don't know what. Half of the authors of Pain versus Apollo Crews. I just take your pick. They're both big dudes. Because um, I want to say Akeem, but that's not even spelled properly. So, um, Also, they just make you sound like a racist. So, this match happens. I guess Apollo Crews wins by pinfall. Pinfall. Pinfold. 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 Just gets a um, which he basically, I think, uh, it's a step up in Zaguri into a standing moonsault, but doesn't quite hit the moonsault. No. And then um, basically ends up getting... Yeah, he gets charged out, and he sifts his side and is able to take him down. Side-stepping. Side-stepping, too. Drew McIntyre's working out backstage. Hey, hey, hey. I, I mean, where's that ever a bad point? I uh, would watch that with a fox. I would watch that in a box. <laughs> I would watch that in a Wait, boat. Same I, am. I would watch that with a goat. Um, so Dolph Ziggler is hyping him up. He gets like, there's matching itself. Going to Yeah. Um, but yes, we get to that. Um, which actually so, is a very good match. I just, I feel, and I guess it's like, no matter who the challenger or the defender is, or whatever, not their titles so much on the line here or in the women's tag match, but the order in which these people come out is very confusing to me. Like, Drew came out... No. Uh, uh, shit. Dolph came out first, so of course you get the record scratch, and then you get his music, and he comes out. And then you get Drew coming out, which is fucking weird. And then it, it should be the other way around. Should have been Drew and his music, record scratch. I just wish they would figure out how the record scratch is supposed to work. Because they obviously they don't fucking get it. Yeah, just get rid of it. It was the thing. It's not anymore. That was six months ago. Nobody cares. Longer than six months ago, actually. Yeah. But, um, I think it's even weirder now, because I'm pretty sure... Now, don't they do the record scratch into his music? Into his music, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, at least before, it was Richard record scratch into nothing. Yeah. Like, at least it made sense with what he was doing. I didn't agree with it. It was terrible. But See, and to me, get rid of it. it and see, to me, if you're going to keep the record scratch, and if he's going to come out with Drew, and you're going to do his music too, which I don't even think they should have bothered with, because he wasn't the one who was wrestling, but I feel like it would play more to his peely character to have Drew come out for his match, his music, and then a record scratch, and then Dolph out there, like, look at me, I have this belt, and I'm amazing, blah, 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 because he's a fucking arrogant asshole. Yeah. 
And I just feel like that makes more sense. And in the women's match, it's like one who was wrestling came out first, and then her side, side piece, that's not it, her sidekick came out. <laughs> her side and then the next, the opponent who came out, it was not the person who was wrestling, but it was this, the friend and then the wrestler. Like, it's just fucking awkward, like, backwards, and I just feel like they don't do And why do we have to have everybody's music every time they walk out? We know who they are. Fuck. Sorry. You're okay. I just get into it. So McIntyre and Rollins. Really great match. <laughs> and to be honest, to me, it feels like Highland Raw. Yeah. I feel like Seth Rollins is just, to be honest, you match who's in. Seems to be a highlight as well. <laughs> I mean, right? It really yeah. is. He's on the street, man. But uh, he ends up winning via DQ. Um, they're. Uh, I think uh, McIntyre ends up going for an inverted Alabama slam, which Rollins tries to reverse into a victory roll. And then get he gets the him with a blackout. Out, but then after that, Ziggles attacks. He jumps in. And so yeah. the ref, DQ. Um, which, um... Backstage. Oh. Yes, okay. Is this the one? Constable Corbin? Yeah, okay. Roman Reigns, they kick him out, and they're like, get out of here. Yeah. Roman's like, this is actually, I don't know what, and I don't want to say I'm fucking falling for it, but I actually really like Roman in this. I don't know why. I just like him as this, you fucking, like, this is what we're doing now? Are you fucking serious? Like, I just like that Roman. I like the tired, quit, quit this shit, Roman. Like I like that Roman. I love the arrogant. This is my yard. Don't piss in it. But like the the Roman who's just like, you guys fucking doing this to me again? Fuck you. You know what? I like the fed up Roman. That's what I want. I can fix this right now. Fix it. Completely take Brock out of the situation. You make it a Constable Corbin Roman Reigns feud. So you're tired Roman. Better promos. Constable Corbin fucking him over. And then you don't get him for the Universal title. So even though. I want to lie. I love me some board. I know so many people can beat me for that. But at least you get someone else competing for the belt. Mm-hmm. Not even saying it has to be Bobby. Be Seth. Be anyone. Yeah. yeah. But at least someone else taking it off him. Not Roman. Yeah. Like you've shoved Roman down his throat so much in the past. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Mm. Like a few years, but especially in the past, Roman versus Ford. You months you pay for these like I'm done with it but I like how this happened so yeah, that's what I'm saying you still get this uh, which is this. him and Constable Corbin yeah. which makes it even better so what happens is that Kurt Angle's like look um so Brock is gonna show up later but Stephanie wants me to get you the fuck out of here like you have to leave mm-hmm. and he's like he's like I don't care like when is this gonna well, like quit being their bitch be a man <laughs> he's like look I understand the pressure that you're under, but you're not a yes man, Kurt. Like, you know you're not. And I think maybe that's where the shenanigans come in. Like, Kurt's going to reach a breaking point at SummerSlam. He's going to be like, you know what? Fuck Brock Lesnar and fuck all this shit. I'm going to do what I want. We're going to restart this match. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever happens, happens. But Corbin is like, hey, security, come get this man. And he laughs at Roman. And Roman fucking knocks this block off. And it makes me so happy. Just, I've been enjoying Corbin in this constable role, and as much as I'm so tired of Roman Reigns, 
this made me so happy to see this because I was like, yes, I want some, I want the guys to be like as petty and bitchy and catty as the women if they're going to make them be that way. Hey, that's what we need. We need women's feuds for Beckham. We need men's feuds to be more catty. Yes. So I won't like, <laughs> be fine with that. Um, but yes, that happens. And then, uh... We come back from commercial, there's a little hot for a 205 live match later that night with Brian Kendrick and Cedric Alexander. Or no, not later that night, the next night. Sorry. Um, B-team. They have a thing. Make their entrance. They come in for an inter- interview. And then both says the B- B-team stands for dream. Because <laughs> what? you really just want to... A bee's just a D with a belt on. It's just dressed up. It's just gussied. Um, but they're like waking up everywhere and pitching themselves. They're like, oh my god, is it still real? A chance. And oh my god, this is great. I never want to wake up. And, uh, you know, Axel and Dallas just kind of talk themselves up. And then you hear the white noise. <laughs> and then uh, Curse Axel kind of freaks out. And they disappear in the ring. The loop. The deleter of worlds. That's what they do. There they are. Are you coming out of nowhere? I can barely decide. What'd you say? I said, are you coming or going? I can barely decide. That's the deleter of worlds. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. The eater of worlds? The beer. Yeah. He's eating more than worlds. <laughs> um, Nat Hardy basically comes in, just like, you're a cosmic anomaly. You've displaced the balance of the universe. You fucked everything up. Hitler's gonna be present now. We, now. I hope you're happy. Yeah, Something now he's the shit off of a butterfly. The butterfly effect. So, now we've got the men the drapery of all space and time, blah, blah, just flowery shit and whatever. Max flowery shit is better than Bray's flowery Yes, because Max is ridiculous and it's like, funny. Yeah, he takes it to that extra level to where you're like, ah, I have to you're like, oh, Bray, so you're like, so silly. I think you're strangely trying to get a cult, but you're just not quite Look, not right there. I think you're <laughs> buying way too much into your own bullshit. Right? Like, I think mm. I need you to calm down. Yes. Matt, you can, you're you at a team. I need fun. you at like a seven. We're and good. Matt, and you're that's like, enough. maybe I can have you at 14. So, so they're going. Just the nonsense. They're doing their thing, and then boom! Enters the revival. Um, they're just like, I don't even understand what's going on. Like, what are any of you? I would love for the authors of Pain to come out and go, like, well, let every, us explain it to the you. The entire tag division comes out here. And in their own gimmicky way, they're like, let, let me like, tell you. Let us explain some words to you. Uh, and they're like, how are you for. Retards at the top of this division. I don't <laughs> How understand. Even happened. So like, really, by the you way, should have the revival versus authors of pain. Yeah, you know what's going on right now? They're like, by the way, we're the ones who beat Bobby and Roman Reigns. Like, so why don't you get out of the way and let us take over? Because we obviously have earned it. <laughs> Basically, the team's like, this isn't between us and any of you. Between you guys, allow <laughs> us to. Step aside, if you will. And that's exactly what they do. Yeah, but then Bo gets shoved into Scott Dawson. And guess what? Next match. Oh. Delirious Worlds versus the Revival. Um, the Revival actually wins, which I was a little surprised by. With the Shatter Machine on Bray Wyatt? He ends up done. But uh, I think the Revival... I like how he blocked his sister Abigail. Dash. Not going to say they're going to win, but I think they might get 
Totally bit of push. I, I hope so, and I, I hope they can both stay healthy. trying to put the, the leaders of Worlds and the B-team feud behind them. But yeah, yeah. Well, let's just be done with it. Uh, I've enjoyed the B-team a little bit. Um, so backstage, we get a Seth Rollins interview. He says he is trusted, but you know what? I don't quit. I don't quit! I'm goddamn Monday Night Rollins. Can't stop. Won't stop. Can't stop. And you know what? SummerSlam? Get my title back. Mm-hmm. Fuck you guys. And then guess what? Dolphin Drew kind of just fucking blindsided and just beat the shit out of him on the floor. And like, uh, this is like, you know, because Kurt Angle's right. Not running a tight ship. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Is this what we're calling? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. So then we get the uh, Riot Squad team. Oh, this is also <laughs> the same event. Oh, why? Yeah. So the what, boss- I actually watched this with uh, your brother, Mr. Business, and uh, we were like, he was like, that's the main event, and I was like, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I, looked at, I kind of looked at my phone, but like, yeah, it's been about, it's been a while. It's the main event. Uh, but here's the thing, <laughs> is that Evolution is coming up, so they've got to have a women, shove yeah. as many women as they can into a main event, and this is them starting out with four Next week it'll probably be they, no, this a two really, on two on two so or three on three. Not saying they wouldn't, but to me the whole Sasha and Bailey thing really does not make sense without tag builds. It doesn't. I agree. It doesn't. And so having the Riot Squad together, the pay per view, or mm-hmm. maybe a week before. Like, there's no way this. You're just gonna yeah. have this be a feud and not. Yeah. Right. Like okay. Okay. So Natty and Nia, Bailey and Sasha. Liv and Sarah, uh, fucking Sonya and Mandy. I mean, you can do, you can have some, you can make some tag teams out of what you've got. Some of them have already made themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some of them are pretty much already there. I don't don't want to have to make a fucking tag team division. There you go. I feel like, to be honest, I think that's half the problem in the women's division. You only have two belts and it's on slip brands to fight for. So if there's any other sort of women's feud, it's not what are they, it's a, shit. It's like, not going to culminate into anything. It's, it's just, just like, oh, they don't like each other. They're on their periods. No, but, fuck you. Um, anyways, they're calling it the boss and hug connection, which where, I absolutely disagree with. This is scissors. If this sisters. is your version of the rock and sock connection, it's fucking terrible. Oh, no. Yeah. Scissor sisters, that's what I've dubbed them. So the scissor sisters scissor versus sisters. the rat squad. Um, Wait, is this their handshake? I yes. would hope so, where they just so like, like, hey, 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 being that they established that Sasha and Bailey are friends again. They are. They're Not hugging. Almost which I kind of out. actually hoped for. I'll take it. I'm fine with it. And it's not even... This sounds probably even worse. Ocean was in <laughs> those two. But at least they kind of have the star power to make that storyline a thing. I guess but, so, yeah. But me, it would make it more interesting. I know they're not, mm. but they at least add the depth, the layer to it. Give us something. Like, I'm sorry, but if you've ever been in a friendship that even somewhat sort of simulates what Sasha and Bailey has, then you're fucking retarded. Yeah. Like, I'd be fucking done. I like I'd be done. 
I'd be done with that bitch. The whiplash for just the, oh, you hate me, love me. Like, I'd be like, you're a friend. I'm not going to tolerate this. I'd be like, so apparently you've lost your mind and that's cool. I would tolerate that to someone I was dating or married to or any sort of like that. On that sort of dramatic sort of scale. Mm -hmm. No. Excuse me. Absolutely not. But the Scissor Sisters win by pinfall um, over uh, Liv Morgan and Oh, well, the fucking rise. Well, Liv Morgan and uh, Sarah Logan. Um, with the Bailey to Bailey. Surprisingly, it was not somebody tapping out to the fucking bank statement. I was actually very surprised. Uh, that was the only thing that made me happy about the whole fucking thing. Otherwise, it could go fuck itself. But, um, so we got back to the main event match of the night. But then after that, um, Paul Heyman yeah, ends up coming back out in this sort of defeated tone. Does his whole... <laughs> Very I'm sad sex. Yeah, it was weird. It made, me it made me... This was my highlight of Raw. I think Paul did this incredibly well. If Paul had not done this, I do not know if the rest of the night would have worked. Yeah. But, um, you know, he goes on and he's like, you know, the show is almost over and I just wanted Brock to come out and take a bow before they were going to go out to steakhouse. He's trying his best, you know. Mm-hmm. He's that the other Roman Reigns is in the arena. Why wouldn't you come out there? There's no yeah. risk. And Brock's just like, uh, have I gotten paid yet? <laughs> he's like, yeah, but you've been paid out. Yeah, you've been paid for tonight. And he's then, like, I know you have a contract, and I appreciate it, but if you don't go out to the ring... Like, he's basically at this point what Bernie said earlier, like, I have a contract with you, but mm-hmm. I also have a contract with the WWE, which allows me to be with you. Here. Yeah, so and if don't I don't have this fucking job, I can't be here. I can't do yeah. this. <laughs> he's like, so if I get fired, I can't do my job, so just go out to the ring for a fucking minute. If for nothing else, just because we're friends. It's like if you ever loved me, if you, you would do this one thing for me. And Brock gets up and just grabs Paul Heyman by his uh, collar, and he's just like, we're not fucking friends, you fucking work for me. It's not the other way around. So big twisting. Yeah, and he's like, how long have you been leeching off me, motherfucker? You know what, get your ass out there and do your job. They go to break, come back, and uh, commentary hops up a Bobby Rude Mojo Rolling match for next week, which probably won't make it to the Hulu cut, so we won't be watching it anyway, but... Um, Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin got to the ring. Kurt calls out Paul Heyman and says, Give us your Brock. Give me your Bork. Give me your Bork. Give um, me all the Borks. A glazed Bork with mashed potatoes and, if you will, asparagus. So, um, Paul, yeah, okay, so that got mixed up earlier. Paul and Heyman comes out now and does. A sad version of his usual, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. And it's sad, and I'm just like, I wish you wouldn't do this whole thing because it's depressing me. Um, Kurt is just yelling about the duties of a champion that Lesnar does not fulfill with this belt. Or as far as like me being president, defending style, blah, 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 blah. Calls him the worst universal champion of all time. Well, I mean, there's still been like four. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, probably out of those four, is the worst as far as defending goes. But yeah. I'm just saying, there's only there's only been four. There can be worse. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. 
Let's we can sink lower. I point. do not doubt that. For now, he is the worst. And Paul's like, you know what? You're right. Rocky's the worst of all time. He's like, and I'm trying to rehabilitate him. I'm trying to be a good man. Yeah, I'm trying to fix him, not as a buyer, but an entertainer. But you know what? Brock's not fucking listening to me. And he can hardly tolerate me. He was like, I've had to remake him. There's no way she can go He's like, I don't know anymore. He's like, I've you know tried to remake him in your image, but you know what? He's not gonna listen to me. If there are any ramifications, you should take them out on Brock and not me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, so Paul Heyman was like, you know what? If there are consequences to be suffered, it's not shouldn't fall on me. It should fall on Brock because Brock's the one not fucking doing this shit. And uh, Kurt's like, you know what? You're full of crap. Fuck you, basically. And Paul's like, but look, you know, I've tried all night. Brock doesn't care. He doesn't respect me. Like, there's only so much I can do this shit affect my relationship. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I respect you. Matter of fact, I'd I'd like to have a better working relationship with you. And Kurt fires him and. Paul, Paul gets into hysterics. He's like grabbing Kurt's leg oh, yeah. and begging him like man. Then out comes Bork, and a grin comes on Heyman's face. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This may mm-hmm. have been planned. Yeah, yeah. Um, he gets a Corbin's face and Angle's face. He's like, "Do you have a problem?" And he d- lands an F five on Kurt Angle. <laughs> Baron's like, "I'm out." I'm <laughs> Baron and his vest oh, are the yeah, fuck yeah. out of the building. And then. Paul and Brock, you know, they're supposed to be a team. They're in, together in the ring. But yeah. then Lesnar grabs Heyman by the head and he's like, mm. put them down the mat. Mm-hmm. And Paul's like, I can't breathe. And Brock's like, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Brock finally lets him out. As the crowd is changing, we want Roman. I don't know. Brock goes to leave. That's it. That's, that's I'm so upset. And scene. So, let's back it down. Book it up. Let's do it. We'll do. Let's do it to it. Uh, uh, so SmackDown opens up with Renee Young introducing Becky Lynch. They're going to have a little bit of an interview. <laughs> I love... That's oh, right. No, you're fine. Go ahead. I'm just saying, I love when uh, Rose Claire Elizabeth from Cage Side Seats does these recaps these live results or whatever because she was just like some real uh like Bray Wyatt sounding shit at the beginning <laughs> just cracks me up go to Cage Side Seats uh live results for Monday the 31st for Smackdown and read it people because it's funny um yeah I'm sorry go ahead I just wanted to throw it in there because she fucking cracks me up well you know opens up uh Renee Young Getting ready to interview Becky Lynch. Uh, Lynch basically is like, you know, I haven't held SmackDown Women's title since 2000, December 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I went 2000, December 16, but 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, she's like, I haven't, had, uh, uh, I haven't had a title shot in a reason. And mm-hmm. I can't, I can't live with that. I can't it's either. Weighing on my mind. She deserves more. And she's basically just like, you know, I'm so excited. The honor, the excitement, the pressure, you know, mind over body and stuff like that. Da 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 da. I wasn't born a champion. I fought to be a champion. Mm-hmm. That's never slam. Fight to do that again. Mind, body, and soul. And, and then I'll, I'll walk into evolution. Right? That was the whole thing. I can go into evolution, no one's champion. Oh, yeah. But, um. I think Formella shows up. She said, speed bop her way out there. Moon walking. What have you? Oh, and yeah, she was trying to be, like, all serious and shit. And she's like, you know, normally I come out here and make excuses. That's not the case. You know, Becky beat me fair and square. She earned this match at SummerSlam, and I was actually so focused on that that I didn't think about the gravity of what we've been given this, you know, this whole evolution announcement and the the pay-per-view that they're going to be having, first all-women's pay-per-view. And, you know, we're going to be representing every woman who's ever wrestled for WWE, and that makes me feel like shit because I feel like I've failed as a representative of the women's division. We should be building each other up. But uh, it just comes from a place of jealousy, how negative she's been. Uh, Because in NXT, they told her she'd never be more than a manager. And Becky was killing it. And back then, you know, Becky was even the first fucking woman drafted uh, for SmackDown. And Carmella was not only the last woman, she was also the last person, period, to be drafted. Um, and they're like, you know, they look up to you, and they don't even think I deserve a spell. And well, as soon as Carmella starts crying, she started getting like a crying whiny voice, but she could just not muster up the tears. She couldn't handle it. Like she couldn't do the fake cry. Like it's like Enzo. Like <laughs> the fake crying and shit. I can't handle it. This was my thing with her. I feel like her voice and her facial expressions were on point, but it's like the crying just. She was like, she didn't have any. So it made it seem even faker because she <laughs> couldn't crap. Like, I wish she'd taped a bottle of Visine to her yeah. hand and, and just been like, oh, <laughs> like squirted something into her face. I don't know. There's a way to do that somehow. Um, but yeah, she's like, you know, all these legends say that I should just go away. And anyway. She's like, can't wait to tear the house down, prove everybody wrong. I wish you luck. And she just puts her hand I down. Did, I did buy into this for a second. I did too. I was like, but, like well, in the, the back of my mind. Thing, I was like, evolution, all of that. I was like, maybe. Yeah, okay, no, I kind of yeah, yeah, like, like, bought into it. But I was just like, like uh, sort of like, we are women, we will roar together. <laughs> so I'm not going to lie, they did which give me for a second. I give creative that. Yeah, yes. I did, I did. You got me. Tip of the cap. You got us, motherfuckers. You got us. <laughs> you got us this one time. We'll give you this one this year. This one. You got us. This was the one. Um, but, uh, Becky hesitates to shake her hand. Boom! Elsewhere's music. But no Elsworth. And everybody looks. Cameras look. Becky looks. looks. Where's Elsworth? <laughs> He's nowhere to be found, but you know what she did find? 
She found a fucking super kick from Carmel. <laughs> she found that in her fucking like, face. Damn ya, bitch. Damn ya. Damn ya. Damn ya. So she takes her down the super kick, runs out of the ring, gets a chair out from under the ring, plays it on that. Mm, I need to you, but the uh, the the nature woman comes out. <laughs> nature woman. First <laughs> off, I wanted to just say to begin with, kudos to Charlotte because her boobs were almost popping. Oh out of that my top. god! The entire time I was like, oh, I know. I was like, are they going to do a slow-mo replay? Because I think I might have seen a nipple. I don't know. Like, I know that sounds mid. weird, and I don't want like, to This sounds bad, but I want to say that she... But she's been out for a little bit, and... It was with I almost was... I, yeah, I almost wanted to say that she was pregnant, but I, she wouldn't wrestle if she knew she was pregnant, no. but at the right. same time, she... I don't want to say, but she looked like she put on a little bit of... A little... Just I don't want to say she's fat, but I'm just saying, like... The only reason tell us her tits, and also, like, usually she's pretty form, but she had a little... Like, her boobs have always been big, but, but this like, thing definitely she, and, yeah, and a like, little bit And, like, you could tell tighter. her, you know, or her tight... Was it, like... But it was a little tighter, so I almost wanted to say, she looks pregnant, but I'm like, no, she's in the ring, but... Yeah, she's... I, she's um, a, she's I a little Carolina girl. Also, she, uh, give her kudos for I mean, she's not fat. Like, she looked great. I'm just saying, she, like, I, she looked like she... Different. I was, honestly, she was running out, and I was watching her in that red, like, know, course of time, like, and I was like, I don't remember her tits being that big. I don't I remember them being. I was like, I've never, at one point, because obviously in wrestling promos, at one point, they're going to be in normal clothes yeah. at one point, and I've never remembered me ever thinking, oh, her boobs are going to pop out. This and then, time, I was like, oh, God. Well, and then I was like, was that why she was out? Like, did she have a boob job? And then I mm-hmm. thought she wouldn't be. I no, I think it was a boob job, I think. Her implant imploded, exploded, whatever. Oh, shit. But, um, also, give her kudos for (laughs) running out there in those heeled boots. Oh, my God. I don't know how they do it. I I did not. I couldn't really walk. She sprinted out there, and I was like, oh, she's got normal boots on, and she was in the rain. I was like, no, these are heeled boots. Son of a bitch. I don't know how any of those women, like, with the little stiletto heel boots. Like, they get out there, and I'm like... How are you walking on the on the mat? Which I know it's not like super loose, but also there is some give, and other people are walking around in there with you. Like I would just be falling all over the fucking place. So yeah, props to them. I'd have to be in some flats so, or just. I will say kudos to that. But um, Charlotte ends up running into the wing, into the wing, into the ring. She winds into the wing to make the save. Um, ends up kind of big booting the chair out of. Carmella's hands, hands and then hits her with an exploder suplex. So saves Becky from getting the chair shot and all that. Mm-hmm. And yada 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 yada. That sage, guess who we see? Smojo. Yes. Just staring sternly, I guess. It's weird because it's like, could you not have used just a picture of him? No. Because it's not. just so it weird. Was very, it was very odd. Just, I couldn't do it. I would start laughing or something. No, I was like, laughing immediately. I was like, oh no. Why? If I was him, I would have started I'd be like, right. get this camera the fuck out of my face. This is weird. Um, but apparently he has a message later for AJ and holy shit, did he have a message. That was a fucking killer promo. That made me feel bad. I felt bad. I felt bad for the kids that I don't have with AJ. I felt bad for them. We'll get to it. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Um, Jeff Hardy hanging out in the locker room. Now we get, uh... Intentions to confront the Viper. Intentions. <laughs> He's got intentions. I love that phrasing. 
Um, but so we also get the Usos in a backstage promo, and they're kind of clapping, and it's smoky and whatnot, and the heavy. And, you know, everything oh, yeah. towards the bottom comes through them first. It's Usos versus the bar, and they, they throw a little rock out there, and then he's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, man, no, I was just channeling my... Oh, oh he, he was getting ready to call him a candy ass. Yeah. And he was like, whoa! Whoa, whoa, this is PG, man. Hey, hey, actually, he said, he said PG-13. Oh, did you say PG? Oh, okay. He did say that. Good. And they were sitting there watching him like, no. <laughs> I know Roman, Roman Reigns uh, said he was going to make Brock Lesnar his bitch. That's exactly what was brought up. We were like, but, so he can say bitch, but you guys can't say candy ass. That's yeah. stupid. Um, Ronda Rousey gets the curse. What? To no pink hair. I'm going to kick her pink haired ass or whatever. I don't right. know. I guess we just get one. That's just... We just get one a week. Too risky. Um, they didn't draw the right number out of a hat to be the ones with the swear words this week. So right. too many, many <laughs> they'd like to welcome the bar to the so penitentiary. 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 <laughs> I like to say all the will. letters in the words. <laughs> Back from commercial. Carmela rolls up on page in her quote unquote office, which is just a curtained off area backstage, but whatever. Um to complain. And Paige is like, you know, I actually believed you at first, Betch, <laughs> but you Betch. should be ashamed of yourself. You know, I will say what she said back to Paige, where she was like, well, I will do something that you'll never do again, and that's the champion. Oh, no, yeah. That was I, like, I literally he, was like, oh, oh. just going to throw Yeah, and she's like, you know what? You want to play this game? You want to play this game? You want to play this game? As soon as she said that, I was like, Paige been cleared to wrestle like, like, I, like how, I like how I like how she was like or she was like you will fight Charlotte and if she wins title match is a three way you dumb bitch <laughs> I love that yeah, but I yes, also I just feel like the moment she said that I thought it was good. Paige's face though she was no just I like, thought it was gonna be unscripted and I thought she was gonna throat punch her and I was like Paige would totally beat your ass yeah. like in a real fight I'm oh Paige over unreal oh no I need a real fight the table there because I feel like she would have been like put her right I'm sorry did you excuse me Um, come again (laughs) so uh get a commercial comeback uh oh wait we've already done that yeah so well it's like a mosquito on my face okay so Paige is like how can we do that we get all that Paige is like Charlotte when she gets she gets a three way I don't even know what I'm talking about now she gets a three way so, New Day comes out. They make their entrance because um, they're going to sit at their own fucking announce table. Which, by the way, by the end of this, Lady. I said, hey, let's have the New Day do commentary. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please, because they were fantastic. Wow, right? um, but they were, they had their own announce table set up, like, usually where the main announce table is, and then the guys were over to their right, like, where the, whoever... Mexican, German, Russian, whoever, and happens to end up there doing a pay per view sits. Um, I feel like they're always through Spanish, but I. Yeah, sometimes it revolves. Yeah, I think sometimes, like, the the Germans are there, sometimes the Russians are there. Depends. Sometimes the Chinese are there. 
Oh, man. Oh, but, so adorable. Um, yeah. So they're <laughs> commentating. Oh, and their whole commentating table is like set up with like giant platters of pancakes and boxes of videos. It's just wonderful. So we have the bar versus the Usos. Which this is the first time we've seen the bar in a while. Yeah. And you know, um, Seamus and Cesaro were out, I think, getting their visas sorted out. They had to go to their respective home countries for a little bit. And then. Um, I actually did not know what that fight was. That uh, that was something I read that they were. I guess I guess their work pieces had been. Well, I that read that too I apparently. My like bad. you know, what happened to me soon. Make a mess out of me and you. <laughs> but anyway, um, but explain. actually, on his Instagram earlier that day, because I think they were in Miami. No, they were in Tampa. I think they were in Tampa. I think yeah, Raw was in Miami. SmackDown was in Tampa. I think. But he had, he posted on his uh, Instagram story, or on his just on his Instagram about seeing a chiropractor that day, getting him sorted out for before that night. So he was as a <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, they were apparently there. From what I heard or from what I read online, there was something about their work visas just getting their paperwork renewed and stuff. And they had to Makes sense. go back home, but I think it was because Cesaro was posting a lot of like workout pictures and stuff like that, like running photos, like trail photos and stuff like that, um, in Switzerland. And Seamus um, and Seamus did his Celtic Warrior workouts with his dad in his fucking shed. With the, <laughs> I know it's great. So he was home doing that, and that was awesome. Um, but anyways, yeah, the bar versus the Usos, which I have to say, I just, I love them. Okay. I know I'm biased. I know I am a Smackdown kid. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. But to me, this episode of Smackdown was just way better than Raw was. Oh, I yeah. completely agree. When I was yeah. watching, I was so much more interested in this Smackdown it episode was, than I was Raw. Like, it was refreshing, because... Yeah. You had this sort of thing going on with the bar coming back. Mm-hmm. It was, I would say, new, but you had new matchups. You had Selena Vega versus Lana, which may mm-hmm. have never, will never be considered one of the greatest women's matches of all time. But <laughs> no, at, least, at, at all. least it was different. That's it was true. Some, it was some fresh blood and, in the air. And it was, made sense with the two almost valets going at it. Yeah. Made sense. Made when when uh, when uh, Selena slapped the shit out of Lana last week, and it was Lana who slapped her. No, she slapped Lana. No, she slapped Lana, and okay. then Lana went yeah. after her and jumped on. When her. that yeah. happened, I looked at John and I said, "She's got to wrestle." I will say though, she's like, got to do it. If I had to pick one woman out of WWE to just like have my way with, it would be Selena Vega. <laughs> I am like uber attracted to her in this little weird way. Like I, I mean, like I've been like you know I find super women attractive. I'm like I want you. Like you little mm, come here. <laughs> like honestly, like I'm not even joking. Like look at your daddy, right? Like I super fucking fine. Like her, and it sounds weird, but outside of her, Becky Lynch. Her too. I have my but something. Picture. I think it was Selena for me, and this is weird, but I'm always attracted to short girls with big tits. <laughs> I was gonna but say that. I, I love you like, too. <laughs> but, but no, that's always been my thing. Like if I like, I think you know, I think all winter you know, attracted their way, but like if I really like if you're short, you have a type. Yeah, yeah, I definitely yeah. short, big tits, and a nice ass. So, so Emily, basically, what you have coming your way is a <laughs> woo with me and Brittany. All right, it's a triple threat. 
in, in you the will. <laughs> Triple threat in my pants. So, um, so awesome. back to this good to know. The bar wins by pinfall. I'd also um, say a really good tag team match. Just got to throw it out there. Oh, God, the bar yeah. yeah. And <laughs> the Usos are so great. Uh, the bar, the Usos. the Usos, and the New Day, they always deliver. True. Just, I'll take any combination of those two tag teams. for a second, I feel like we do need to... Maybe we've talked about them before. I don't remember. But the Usos. The they evolution come, of the they Usos. Come they really come for so me. Like, get them off the television, too. <laughs> yes, I want to see like, them I need match. them in match. Right, exactly. That's I, a long way to come. I know they've completely 180'd in their gimmick over the last... Like year and a half? I don't remember how long it's been. But I did enjoy their entrance their entrance before with their whole little thing because it was like paying homage to their heritage and stuff. Which like I that. mean I always appreciate it, but I feel like it was just a lot, you know. But um I I hated this fucking gimmick at first, but you know what? So the bar <coughs> versus the Sorry, really, really great match. Uh New Day on commentary. That was yeah. perfection. You just they're so yeah. funny. Uh, they this combination, like this yeah. weird combination of three tag teams. We have the one on commentary, commentary and the two in the ring. Yeah. It works really it well. well. Yeah. So the bar wins by pinfall. Uh, Sheamus sends a folding press on. Is it Jimmy? Yeah, I think it's Jimmy. Um, one of the uses. So they move on to the tournament finals. So it's now the New Day versus Debar. Debar. Which, granted, early predicting, but I do assume Debar wins. I would hope so, especially after their absence and Sheamus's impending retirement, which I don't know if and when that's going to happen, but I feel like... Like, I know he's saying they're... He's 40, and with his neck issue, and if he's having to see a chiropractor, like, as much as he seems to be seeing one, I don't know. And having his nerk, his nerk, <laughs> Jesus, having his neck worked on, I just, I feel like it's going to come sooner than I want it to. Uh, probably much sooner than he wants it to, too. We should get together and talk about that. <laughs> we should have a conversation. Shame is not shit. I mean, not you and me. I mean, I'll talk to you about it. Also. Pretty much we always shame. Yeah, we always talk about it. Uh, anyway, so the New Day get in the ring and square up. With their opponents in the tournament finals. Navar uh, versus New Day. Yeah. Just and having their reactions competitive. And then we get a promise from commentary that Daniel Bryan will address. The Miz throwing a baby at him. I mean, you can't He not. took a fake baby and he tossed it upon me. Tossed the fake baby. Like, I'm thoughts. not going to lie, that's kind of the old school wrestling stuff that I miss. Yeah, like, I just what? wish I just wish that wasn't wasted on the caliber of the Miz and Daniel Bryan. Right. All right, let's finish this. Oh my god! Oh right. So yes. um, Jesus, by the Christ. <laughs> um. So Samoa Joe comes out, gets on the mic, and this is what I was. Oh my god, that's so Samoa earlier. Joe. I just does he Man. have flaws? No. Do they actually? Does he? Exist? Has he ever botched like a match or like fucked up talking ever? Yeah, he he, he has gotten hurt. Well, I he mean, has, but I mean, like, has there been, like, a super visible, like, one either way? No, never at any point has I... No, I mean, like, I know people has get I hurt, but I'm saying, bought? like, a visible, like... Jesus. Never. What is that? Oh, I <laughs> thought he has botched. 
I can talk words sometimes. I think we're drunk. Here's your good words. So I have to be up at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we need to. Yeah. We'll wrap this up. Yeah. So okay. Um, <laughs> The it's yeah, fine. I've I never understand this too. I've heard I'm gonna of, be fucking drunk. I've heard of kind of slip up here and there, like stumble on a word, but not totally fuck up a problem. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so he calls AJ out, and he's like, you know, last what I did to you last week is a message, and um, I think you're more than familiar with my favorite form of communication. Yeah. You know, handing out ass beatings. He's like, so no hard feelings. Um, actually, I respect him. He's like, I respect the house that he built. I respect uh, and the fact the that you've made the the um your title the most prestigious one in the company. He's like, I respect the grind. I respect what you've sacrificed. That you've. And he's like, you know, you put being champion in front of friends, in front of your bosses, and. Even in front of being a member of your own fucking family, which is funny because, you know, Styles was talking last week after the announcement about evolution, about how, you know, he looks at his daughter and he's just like, you know, this is being, this road is being paid for you. And it's this is, you. you can go out and, and you can take this. Never when you're with her. Yeah. You don't even get to kiss your daughter on the window. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, my stomach. It's just, the worst sort of wonderful way, and I'll just like. My stomach went. I mean, when when we watched this, like usually John's playing a game on his phone, and he looked at the TV and looked at me, and was just like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, "Yeah." You were like, "Shit got real." Yeah, got real real. Um, maybe he's like, "No, you know what? AJ's more comfortable living out on the road, out on the road, out of a suitcase, than he's more comfortable doing that than he is being at home." Being a husband to his wife and a father to his children. He's like, I get it. You know, to put the title in front of everything. Even if it means being a failure as a dad. I mean, it's just fucking savage. Like, it's brutal. Yeah. Brutal as shit. Yeah, he takes him down yeah. a peg or two. He's like, but you know what? Um, It sucks, but don't worry about it. Because I'm going to do the right thing. And I'm going to send your ass home. After SummerSlam. What a deep. So you can be a dad to your kids. <laughs> Piece of shit. Uh, I'm just going to wait for him. this as a favor to you. I want him to call him white trash just one time. Uh, white trash. Yeah, one time. You are white trash. Um, white trash. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he was like, after I tear the house down at... Did I say the house? After I tear the house <laughs> down. Um, after I tear the house down at SummerSlam, yo. Um, <laughs> and I put you to sleep. Uh, your family's gonna be glad to have their daddy back. But guess what? I'm gonna have your fucking bill, bitch. And literally drops the mic and walks away. God, if he had said bitch, if he had actually said bitch, I'm maybe like, mm. I would not be responsible for what my body reacted to. That. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Oh, I have come moments too. What? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I'm going to jump back on this. <laughs> Where are we at? I'm so. I'm okay. So, so um, this was after the Smojo thing. He left. Uh, they go backstage. Jeff Hardy's putting on the finishing touches for his makeup. Of course, they got a break. Come back, and Jeff Hardy makes his entrance for his match against Randy Orton. Um. 
Uh, do, 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 do. Anyway, oh well, I mean, he it, it wasn't a scheduled match, I guess. Okay, so he comes out, he's like, I'm the U.S. champion, and it's part of my life force, or, you know, <laughs> the, the belt, the championship is part of my life force. And yeah. blah, 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 when I lost it, a piece of me was severed, nothing's more important than taking it back from Shinsuke. Um, also, important, beating the hell out of Randy Orton, because what the right. fuck, get your finger out of my earlobe. Don't um, be ripping oh, right, my game. Didn't we? That was fucked up. That was. No, I think that was two weeks ago. Was it? Yeah, oh, we talked about it. Okay, we did talk about it. It's fucking gross. gross. That was really yeah. fucking horrible. Because I remember talking about how I was like, I thought I was gonna be sick because I was just waiting for us to get a split. Anyway. Yes. Uh, yes. Ugh. Um. So the Viper obliges his request, comes out, makes his entrance, but before he can get in the ring. Shinsuke out of nowhere <coughs> blindsides like he literally looked like he did Bruce Lee kick out of nowhere he, he, like hammering I think so. he his foot in his face and you were like that was yeah so um <laughs> sorry so, <laughs> so uh um oh yeah blindsides Hardy um Gives him some knees, but Orton blocks Shinsuke from doing a, a land the, the Kinshasa on Hardy, which is weird. Um, he and Shinsuke kind of go toe to toe, and he backs Shinsuke into the um, the corner, into the turnbuckle, and then he gives him a nod, which is it's like he was keeping him from doing it and then giving him permission. I don't know, it's weird. So at the at his cue, Shinsuke delivers a sh- Kinshasa to uh, Jeff Hardy, and Shinsuke leaves. And then Randy Orton's just sitting there and he's waiting, and he goes to that special place. <laughs> um, oh my god! And he's just about to do it to it, and then Jeff uh, jumps up. The magician. Oh, oh boy. I like it better, actually, a whole lot. Right. Like, at the hat. There's such shit to make we the back of it. It's only glue. It makes, gives it that dirty hobo I ride trains look. <laughs> I guess. Uh, you are a carny with a cape. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is much better. That is oh, much man. better. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ripped it off. You ripped it the fuck off. Um, worth everybody to that. So, Randy Orton uh, does the Garvin stomp, makes his way around, puts the boots to Jeff Hardy, aka the Charismatic Enigma. I fucking hate that name. So, the Charismatic Enigma. Um, so, I'd like to say kudos. Not kudos, but um, Randy Orton has heel. Oh my Much god. Better. Yes. Yeah. Keeps and bounds. He will, he should be a heel. His whole personality. He should always be a heel. Always a heel. Um anyway, he hits him with a DDT, second DDT off the apron onto the floor. Terrible. Um, <laughs> he takes apart the uh announce table, puts Jeff Hardy on it, and he beats the shit out of him and kinda of rips his clothes, takes his shirt, like rips his shirt off. It got real weird for a second. Yeah, yeah he's like, like I'm gonna take you apart right now. Everybody with a bottle of water and a towel. Fucking face off. Yeah. You bitch. I, dirty, dirty bitch. Let me wash your dirty face, you dirty bitch. He so, goes to get like, that cloth yeah, and the water bottle, and I'm like, holy shit, is he gonna try to waterboard him? 
Right. That was my immediate thought, was just, like, stuffing it in his mouth, and then just, and I'm like, this is insane. But he does this weird thing, and he pours water all over his face, and uh, starts wiping the paint off. Like a concerned rough mother. It was weird. I'm gonna wipe your face with rough. Yeah. It was weird. I agree. Um, and then... Like, strangely, for half of the millisecond, Mm -hmm. the tiniest of seconds, but maybe Randy Orton was gonna whip shit from Like I think we all kind of hoped it. Flipped him over. We're like, this like, had I just but not read that fan fiction, I would have been more into it. Yeah, they kind of did it for me. He wiped off half his face and mm-hmm. flipped him over. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um. So. They got to commercial, come back, Becky Leach, Becky Leach, Becky Lynch is leaving the locker room, and she gets into an interview, she's like, you know, I'm happy for Charlotte to be back and have this opportunity, Um, she's like, I'm relying more on instinct than I do on math when I'm in the ring, but also this, like, really lessens my chances of winning. Yeah. So. Which I thought was a plausible answer. Yeah, you know, it's just like. For when like any of us, yeah, we were ever in a title match, I'd be like, She's like, but you know what? I'm not like gonna I don't want her to win, but my arts, at urds, my urds, my, my uh, urds is there to be her if she was a girl. My but uh, she's like, you know what? I'm not gonna, if you want me to say that I'm gonna root against my best friend, I'm not, but also, I'm. I feel like I've been fighting for, was it like a year and a half, she said, just about, since she's had a tunnel shot, and she's been fighting and fighting and fighting to get this, and now that she's got it, she's just mad that it's being fucked with at all. Um, which I would like, I feel the same way. Yeah, I'd be like, nope, nope As much as mind. I love Charlotte Flair, it's also just like, let, yeah. let Becky have a fucking moment. Can I hope just Becky does. Have a moment? I really hope Becky does. I hope she does. I'm rooting for her all the way, honestly. Um, I actually, not actually, I absolutely, positively agree with you. Like, I don't want to say why is Charlotte there. Charlotte is great, and to have her in the match is going to be wonderful. But why is Charlotte there? Like, yeah, you're building up to your evolve pay-per-view. Why not just have Becky be Carmel and, and then at that pay-per-view you have Becky versus Charlotte. Yeah. It was your big match. Right. And I guarantee you fucking be a barn burner. Yeah. It would be fantastic. And you're just fucking it up. But... Sorry. <laughs> no, I think I am. Um Lana versus Lena Vega. Um, um, after a little spat they had last week during Rusev's uh, match against Andrade Cien Almas, um, in which he lost, um, the ladies had a little spat outside of the ring. Zelina Vega slapped the shit out of Lana. Aiden English tried to come out and help. He ended up fucking it all, fucking it all up again. Yeah. Um, so. Now a match. Yeah. So now a match. 
And honestly, Ugh. it was not fantastic. No. Not fantastic. I am not impressed by either woman. No. No. I prefer Selena Vega as a valet. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's super hot, but I don't need to see you kind of wrestle. Yeah. Like, and also with Lana, I feel like they're trying to make her better Mm -hmm. by, like, pairing her with her. It's making me feel so sad. Yeah. Like, it was not very good. I feel like, like Selena Vega, Vega is probably actually maybe a decent wrestler. Maybe not the best, but, like, mm-hmm. a solid, like, yeah, I've got sh- some moves I can do. Yeah. Um, with Lana, though, I feel bad. I don't want to be lenient, but I feel like she has been trying. She's trying to learn different moves. She's yeah, trying yeah. different stuff. But it's not. But it's not. Good. No, I would absolutely say it's not quite connecting. And also... But I she's give just her credit a, for trying to branch out. For yeah, and I also something yeah. that works. And I also give her credit for basically, um, she has noticed basically dropping the Russian accent. She's it's like is she's that, pretty is much that done. Supposed to, like I think so. I think she's pretty yeah, much done. It's a thing. And she's just gonna be like, I'm gonna be me. Yeah. Yeah. Like it makes no sense after everything yeah. else she's done. Not in that accent. Like she yeah, has really. like some yeah. moments where she kind of slips into. Well, and mostly when she says Rusev's like, name. Rusev. When she says Rusev, and then it's just like, well, if that's what you want to do, then it's, it's just like, okay, you're you're CJ now. So um. Yeah, Selena Vega ends up winning with a pinball uh, with an O'Connor roll mm-hmm. and a handful full of tights. Yes, we yeah. She was hanging on to her. She was like struggling to keep her pinned, but she did it. It sounds weird, but I feel like I'd really like a feud between them. I'll, I'll actual, take it. The actual it's something different. The actual wrestling not might not be good, but I feel like the back and forth would be wonderful. The promos and stuff. Yeah, I'll take it. Valleys. And then you also get the Rusev. You know, it's yeah, it works. We have a, you know, the mixed tag match. Well, it keeps me We get a mixed tag match at like Hell in a Cell or something. So, um, commentary hypes up the tournament, the next, or the tournament final next week. Um, for the, is it a match against the Bludgeon Brothers at SummerSlam for the SmackDown tag titles. Um, they cut a little promo, whatever. Um, back in the arena, Daniel Bryan. Makes his entrance. Hey, um, hey, Daniel Bryan, you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in English disappears. Don't sure. Um. Oh, in English backstage is trying to find Lana and apologize. Um, and he's like, you know, I just want to do the right thing, and she's like, um, you need to go. And then Rusev comes out and kind of yelling after him. Rusev asked Lana if she was okay. And he's like, you know, that wouldn't have happened. If you had fucking been there. Right. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Where were you at? Trying to figure out Rusev? Yeah. Come on. And then Lana's like, you know, I need, um, I needed you out there. Yeah. Oh, you needed me out there. No, she needed him. God, I can get this all mixed up. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) Um, so Daniel Bryan's in the ring, he's on the mic, he starts off talking about evolution, and then, um, he, about, it's a huge step forward, talks about Brie a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, he's like, you know, every time we take two steps forward, we also take one back, and, um, he calls out to ask, 
uh, for the footage of the baby doll tossing the baby for the week before being the baby yeah <laughs> baby gate if you will. Um, oh I just realized call it baby gate I just know I'm doing that hey I just realized I can't drink it I'm sorry did <laughs> you set up to for me I can't drink it because I have to take my I take an iron supplement when I get home and I can't have coffees within two hours before or after. Oh, taking it. That happens to me twice a day, so I have to take it in the morning at six. But I usually stop drinking coffee by eight and then take it at ten. So, okay. Uh, anyway, that's a little insight into my health. Uh, I'm an email, so. Um, uh, Dana Bryan goes on saying, and watching that bothers me because, you know, for two years, and has taunted me and baited me and gave me a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Because he felt protected because I wasn't clear to compete, so I couldn't come out there. But now that I can kick your ass. Yeah, and now. Yeah. Um. So what did he do to protect himself? He brought his wife to the ring, and what he thought was the baby, so he knew I was going to do anything. And because uh, he knows that if it was a fair fight, just one on one, I would hand his ass to. So Miz, if you think I'm wrong, come out here, prove it. Um. He. Appears, Miz appears on the Tron. He's got security on either side of him. And he was like, you know, Danielle, think you, you'd think you would have learned by now that you're not in the Indies anymore. And this isn't a high school gym where you just call me out for a fight and I'm going to come and do it. He's like, you know what? You want me? You can call my agent. Because right now, I'm on location for Miz and this is, of course, his new show. I'm doing um, my thing. I have bodyguards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <coughs> he's like, you know, I'm even... I even have security that I'm stuck with because fans have been trying to get to me on set. Brian's like, whatever, you know what? You're never going to make it. It's like, you're never going to make it. You're never going to be the next John. You're never going to be the next Rock. You're never going to be the next John Cena. And nobody's going to remember you as a great superstar because you're soft. And, um, basically, uh, Miz is like, you know, I'm done with you. Riding my coattails. Yes, movement's over. Your career's over. Um, he tells him to let his contract expire and go basically wrestle in high school gyms. He's like, go first. Yeah, pretty much. Um, that night they go to break, come back. They hype up AJ's return for next week. Um, was sad that he was not on there next week. But I get it. So Carmella's interviewed backstage. And um, she's hoping that this match does not become a triple threat for obvious reasons. And um, and she's like, you know, I'm not buying this bullshit about a different route against my best friend. Becky's definitely rooting for Charlotte to lose. Um, Carmella versus Charlotte. Match. And of course, it goes the way that you think it would. With Flair winning. Is that the main event? Um, pretty sure. Yeah, that's yep. it. Um, now, actually, wrestling wise, I mean, obviously, great to see Charlotte back. Yeah. And to be honest, it sounds bad. In her SmackDown kid. I love seeing Charlotte on the SmackDown brand. Mm hmm. Yeah. So much. Yeah. But, um, not a bad match. Uh, story wise, obviously, evolved. I still just don't agree, like we talked about earlier, with it. Being a triple threat match at SummerSlam. 
No, Becky's, yeah, Becky's earned the right for a one-on-one. Outside of that, I was fine with it. Sword-wise, wonderful. Kind of make Carmella even look a little bit strong with Charlotte winning. Like, maybe we should do a few times. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Ridiculous. But, yeah. <laughs> um, I love Charlotte. So, I love Charlotte. Oh, I do too. Becky. Becky needs her moment. I'm mm-hmm. rooting for Becky so hard. Yeah. It's like not even funny. Yeah, I'm like, pretty sure we're all going Becky for some reason. Oh, I am. I mean, it's just maybe I have to. maybe I wouldn't say actually predictions was. I'm gonna watch see how a few things pan out. But gotcha. yeah, yeah. Heart wise, like Becky definitely. Should, like how deep down? How could you not give it to Becky? She's she'll she'll get it. Like, Whether or not she keeps it. As an actual fan, how could you not be rooting for Becky? Oh, you're an asshole if you don't. Um, yeah, there were a lot of, I don't know, there's some shit in this match. Like, Charlotte came out of it mouth bleeding. She, uh, or that was her lip, or, I don't know, she fucked up with her gums with, I don't know. Um, anyway, we get spots like, uh, Charlotte coming down on the moonsault, Carmella's feet up. I actually thought um, that was very well done. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. They've done a lot of stuff like that where it just is not. That oh. one was actually very well done. I give kudos to both of them. Arsa, uh, Arsa. I don't give Carmella kudos often. Well, and when she put her, when she put Charlotte over that barricade into the timekeeper's area, the way Charlotte landed was just like, fuck up. I was I like, thought she was dead for a minute. Yeah, I was like, cringing. Like, it was yeah, really you're scary. like, oh. It's fucking terrible. You don't come back from that. <laughs> no. Sad. Um, well, but it's a really great match outside of the context. Oh yeah. Um, there's a drop kick through the ropes. Oh yeah, and then uh, Charlotte hit a moonsault off of the barricade, which scared the shit out of me. But she made it. Yeah, for some reason I was like, okay. yeah. right, yeah. sorry, it's like you're not gonna land right. It's gonna go bad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Charlotte kicks out of a, a pin attempt. Uh, Carmella goes for a spinning toe hold, but Charlotte reverses it, gets a figure four, bridges her back to the figure eight, and boom, she wins by the submission, of course, in the figure eight, and getting her spot in the triple threat match at SummerSlam with Carmella and Becky Lynch. That's too interesting. <sighs> Man, I don't know. I just... I feel like this was going to be a cut and dry match for SummerSlam, and now they've just made it way more complicated. Oh, yeah, of course. So everyone was going to go Becky. A four to yeah. four way. Everyone Even was... if it's a three way. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> wins. You know what I mean. It's, it's always a four to four way. Four to Secretly, it's always a four to four way. Yes. Oh, I have the Nintendo 64 back. news. Fucking this coffee has helped me so much. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to fall asleep. I was like, I got you. Thank you. That's why I said, sugar, you're strong. It's been, I've been <laughs> up since like about 5.30. Ooh, gross. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna be Let's wrap this up. Tomorrow. Ooh, a whole 30 minutes early. I'm getting that. I'm going to take a pop with you. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, she's pretty much ready to go. I'm going to take her pee. She's already sleeping. So. Yeah. Ladies and gents, finax, ball shapes, colors, sizes, orientations, creeds, whatever you want to be. We're going to sign up for the night. 
as always, please follow us on all of our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. All at 3 Fans Pod. But the two most important places you can always find us yes. is on SoundCloud and Stitcher. Because you can hear us as well. Search <laughs> 3 Fans in a Pod. We will pop up. You will see the big gold belt. And you will know yes. exactly who you have found. It'll be us. I'm bashing James Bond. <laughs> and as always, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics, shit you want to talk about, other things, and such, what can they do with that? You can email us at freefansofpod, although case, at gmail.com. I was thinking they could shove it up their candy asses, but. Um, maybe not. Shove it up your candy asses, you dumb bitches. As always, guys, <laughs> stay flashy. These three bitches are out. Out.